This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. In this breathtaking new publication, James Rollins brings together 12 thrilling stories that dig deeper into his creative stomping grounds, new landscapes and characters. At the center of the book Unrestricted Access is a never-before-published novella, Sun Dogs. While trekking through the Sonora Desert, a gunshot thrusts Tucker and Kane into an adventure that challenges their considerable skills. The discovery of secrets known only to the native tribes of Arizona threatens to unleash an ancient force that could irreparably alter the future. It also forces Tucker to make a terrible choice that will shatter his relationship with his soul-bonded companion, Kane. As these partners learn, nothing remains buried forever, and old debts must be paid no matter the cost. Other stories, each with an introduction by James Rollins, are just as compelling, offering broader insight into this acclaimed master's fictional universes, including The Pit, Tagger, The Devil's Bones, Midnight Watch, The Skeleton Key, Tracker, and Kowalski's In Love. And rounding out this collection are a pair of entertaining stories, Blood Brothers and City of Screams. James Rollins is the number one New York Times bestselling author, of international thrillers that have been translated into more than 40 languages. His Sigma series has been lauded as one of the top crowd pleasers by the New York Times and one of the hottest summer reads by People magazine. In each novel, acclaimed for its originality, Rollins unveils unseen worlds, scientific breakthroughs, and historical secrets, and he does it all at breakneck speed and with stunning insight. Happy to have James Rollins on the Speaking of Writers podcast. James, welcome to this program. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. So where did the idea to put together this book of short stories come? Was it that ninth grade English teacher? <laughs> well, she's the one that started this whole uh, weird journey of mine from veterinarian to author. Uh, but this collection came about mostly because of questions I was fielding from readers. Uh, I was getting a lot of questions about different stories that were uh, popping up online, uh, people were confused whether they were short stories or maybe novels that they were missing in their James Rollins collection. And so I had to deal, you know, email after email, question after question on Facebook or Instagram about, uh, you know, what was, what was short stories and what was um, novels. And uh, people were clamoring, well, where can I find this? You know, where is that story? And a lot of the stories were out of print or were only ebook originals. Um, and so I talked to my editor and said, hey, you know, I was wondering if we shouldn't put some of these short stories together in a collection and maybe we'll do a little chat book. And she said, well, that sounds like a great idea. Why don't you go ahead and send me those stories? So I you know, accumulated all my stories that I've written since the beginning of my career to present day. I sent them to her and she goes, you know, Jim, this isn't just a little chat book. These collection is almost as long as one of your full Sigma novels. Why don't we do a, you know, a proper release? And would you want to do an introduction to the anthology? And I said, well, of course, I anticipated that. But when I was writing the introduction, I realized that these stories do span my career, and they offer them the opportunity to maybe look back a little bit and share with the readership um, my journey from veterinarian to author. And so not only is there the introduction to the entire anthology, there's also inter individual introductions to different short stories. And I use those introductions as sort of like a, a jumping point in which I can sort of uh, shine a light on the the arc of my career, uh, showing you know, why I told the story, you know what I learned from the, from that story to to write better in the future. So it's almost like a little uh, lesson on for writers about about that journey, about my my journey in particular from uh, from unknown 
barely published author to uh, the New York Times bestseller today. So uh, that became the new collection. But I didn't want to, of course, just uh, repackage old material. So I wrote uh, basically a novella, a mini novel featuring Tucker and Kane, this uh, military army ranger and his uh, military war dog. Uh, so it was a great deal of fun putting the collection together. Chatting with James Rollins, a New York Times bestselling author, his uh, new book, Unrestricted Access, New and Classic Short Fiction. All right, James, I've got to ask you, so first off, how did you become and get into uh, become a veterinarian, and how did you make that transition? Why did you want to become an author? Well, you know, I always wanted to be a veterinarian. You know, I, I remember being in my third grade class, um, you get that assignment sometime in elementary school, you know, go home, write a little, a little essay about what you want to be when you grow up, and I, I knew... I wanted to be a veterinarian, but it was a point of moral dilemma for my third grade version of myself because I didn't know how to spell veterinarian. So I thought I could put fireman, policeman, and, you know, put off that little essay and go play. But I did the one thing that all third graders are loathe to do. I went out and got the dictionary and looked up veterinarian. So it's determined from that, from that age to be a veterinarian. But I also, uh, Grew up with three brothers and three sisters, so you know, seven of us in the in the uh, in the Tchaikovsky family, the Rollins family, and uh, they were my early audience for my storytelling. My goal was to terrorize my younger brothers with, with crazy stories. If tears were involved, all the better. So that was also the other side of my brain, and I kept reading while I grew up, and that was like throwing gasoline on that twisted corner, and eventually became a veterinarian, but I couldn't quite let go of this concept of telling stories and maybe eventually walking into a bookstore and seeing all my books on a shelf. So I, I, just as a hobby, I started writing just for the fun of it. I wrote for about four years short stories that are now safely buried in my backyard, never to see the light of day, and then I tackled my first novel, and it sold, and another one sold, and my clients became suspicious suspicious at the veterinary hospital you know client questions became uh hey jim you've got the successful veterinary hospital what's this business with writing what's your long-term goals in life and i my answer was you know well for the last 15 years veterinary medicine was a paycheck writing was just a hobby i thought it would be fun to maybe switch that around and in the latter half of my life have veterinary medicine be just my hobby and writing be my paycheck and that's where i'm at today james did you always know that you were a pretty good storyteller um, I was definitely good at terrorizing my younger brothers and sisters. You know, I, I definitely pay for their their uh, you know therapy bills. But uh, so I, I knew, and I've taught writing over the years. And there's the old adage: you really can't teach somebody to write. And I, I don't agree with that. I think you can teach somebody the tools to become a better writer, to be able to take what's in your head and polish a little bit brighter and and uh, put that down on paper. But I think what's hard to to, to teach is the innate uh, desire to be a storyteller. Um, I think that's uh, you know, somewhat honed from you know maybe how you grow up or maybe it's in your genetics, but I think you know innately you have to be a storyteller. And if you can be a storyteller, uh, again, I've had no formal training in writing. I didn't take any writing classes in college. I was definitely career attracted to be a veterinarian. But uh, you know, I just uh, sort of self-taught myself. I read a lot of you know, these, these writers' digests, how to write books. I joined a writing club in Sacramento and uh, just began dabbling. You know, I always tell people you know, for that, that, that want to write, you, know, you should be definitely you should be writing every day. There's an old adage, you should, you should expect to write a million words before you expect to be published. So, uh, you know, get cracking on that. Get those, those, those pages and write you know, as many days in a row as you can. But I also recommend that you should be reading every night. 
because whenever you struggle with a certain aspect of writing during your day, whether it's how to do dialogue or how to describe a character that doesn't involve looking in a mirror, then when you're reading a book at night and you see how another author tackles that, it begins to untie that knot. And so I think if you're, if you're writing every day and reading every night, your prose is going to naturally become stronger and stronger. So, uh, again, I, I don't know if I could teach somebody to be a storyteller, but there's definitely ways you can be taught how to, to polish your prose to become a, a, a better writer, to turn those stories in your head into something more polished and complete. And speaking of reading at night, what genres do you especially enjoy reading, and which do you tend to avoid, James? Well, I have a tendency to read a lot of genre fiction. I did growing up, you know, I, I read sci-fi, fantasy, horror, thrillers, uh, war novels. I loved Tom Clancy, Clive Cussler, Michael Crichton. So when it came to, to you know, picking what genre I wanted to write, you know, what I write is a, is a bit of a, a chimera. It's a bit of all of that put together. You know, my Sigma novels have a lot of history in them. They have a lot of military action. They've got a lot of weird science in them. Uh, if the one genre I probably am not apt to read a lot of is, is more uh, straight literary fiction. You know, I try to read the Pulitzer Prize winner, maybe the Book Award winner every year, but it, it's I have to force myself to do I to do so. I have a tendency to prefer uh, genre fiction uh, in all of its various uh, forms. Chatting with number one New York Times best-selling author James Rollins, his new book is Unrestricted Access: New and Classic Short Fiction. I. Uh, Talked a little bit about the novella, the never-before-published novella, Sundogs, in the introduction. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of these short stories. Let's start with The Pit. What's The Pit all about? Well, I got an invitation from George R. R. Martin to submit a story for an anthology he was working on called Warriors. And the conceit of that short story was he was asking all the authors to write short stories based upon the point of view of a warrior. It could be a warrior in the past, present, or future. It just had to be a warrior. Now, again, I was leaning on my veterinary background, so my warrior uh, ended up being a dog in a dog fighting ring. And the, and the most of that, that, that story is written from the point of view of that dog. Uh, so my warrior is, uh, is a dog that is uh, – uh, the puppy get, gets kidnapped out of, uh, out of a backyard and is uh, brutalized into, into, that, into the world of the pit, pit fighting. And ultimately, it's a sort of a redemption story of how that, that brutalized dog comes back to, to being the dog he was in the past. So again, leaning on a veterinary background to try to be authentic, I didn't want to do a, you know, a version of a, a dog's point of view that was like a, a Disney version where the dog breaks out into song halfway through the story. And I wanted to be authentic, so I leaned on my veterinary background to, be as, uh, to make that voice as authentic as I could. How about The Devil's Bones? And This is the first joint story uh, from you with Steve Berry. How did you get together with Steve on that story? And what is it like working with a co-author? Well, Steve and I have been friends since the beginning of our respective careers. Uh, we made little nods to one another in our books. You know, I would I would mention his main character, Cotton Malone. He would mention mine in his book. Eventually, the uh, readers out there thought, well, maybe these were little hints, little Easter eggs, suggesting that Steve Barry and James Rollins were the same person. Um, and so eventually we had to go out on a book tour to prove that we're actually uh, a dual, you know, we went on a book tour together to prove that we're actually two different authors. And uh, so we were, you know, from our either of our, uh, our our readership, we were both both were hearing, you know, hey, why don't you, you know, you and you and Steve or you and Jim uh, write a story together or write a book together. And we'd love to do that, actually. We, we've contemplated it, and we had discussions about that. But, you know, he writes for a different publishing house than I do, and our publishing houses are very um, 
possessive of our brands, and it would be probably quite the war if we tried to combine those our talents into one big book. But we had the opportunity to do a short story together where our publishers really weren't uh, uh, feeling that uh, attached to having to, to possess that short story. So we were able to take Cotton, his character, and, and Gray, my character, and put them into a big jungle adventure. Of course, you know, this is a collaboration is a, a unique uh, art form in and of itself. It's very different than writing a solo project. You know, when you're writing uh, your own project, you're the uh, judge, jury, and executioner of everything that you write. Uh, when you're when you're in a collaborative work, uh, it's more writing by, by committee. Uh, you need to run uh, different scenes past each other. You know, with Steve and I, you know, since we have such a, a close relationship, it was sort of a tug-of-war tug a bit between us about, you know, which character, his character Cotton or my character Gray was going going to be the uh, the one that saves the day at the end of the short story or who was going to have the, uh, the, the bigger spotlight on them. So it was fun sort of <laughs> pulling back and forth with each other to get that story to land where we wanted to land where we were both happy with it. So can we expect more short stories from James Rollins or are you working on another novel now? I'm definitely uh, always working on something. I generally do two novels a year. So uh, next year I have a big Sigma novel called... Uh, Kingdom of Bones that deals with, uh, oddly enough, a wildlife veterinarian that is involved with uh, hunting viruses. It's a basically, it's not a pandemic novel more. It's about the biology of viruses and the weird aspects of uh, uh, what goes on in the field looking for viruses that are going to spill over from the animal population into the human population. So there's a lot of scary stuff about viruses, probably uh, more than maybe people want to know right now considering the state of the world. Uh, I also uh, have a new first book of a new fantasy series that's coming out from tour that'll be out next uh end of next summer so uh, there's always something and again i love filling in those cracks and times where i'm sort of stymied by a book by doing another short story so there'll be still be occasional short stories out there for me too james rollins the number one new york times best-selling author uh his new book of short stories new and classic short fiction is called unrestricted access out now james thank you so much for joining me thank you it's been a pleasure and this is speaking of writers